0: where we do the most and the least at this same damn time. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Absolutely Not Podcast. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. Thanks for being here. You know, we're hitting that time of the year where shit's about to get real dry. Sounds like I'm about to go into an ad. I'm not... <laughs> It's that time of the year when lips are starting to get real dry. Thank God I have Burt's Beeswax. I legit just had to lube up the old luscious lips before I started this podcast. Because I'll tell you what. Oh God, you hear that fucking squeaky ass chair? This chair is like the rocking chair of what nightmares are made out of. And it's not a rocking chair. It's a normal chair, but still. I'm dry. Throat is dry. Lips are so dry. It's unbelievable had to run down to the corner store and just get a little, you know, a little moisturization. Because I don't know if you're like me, but when you're packing for anything, I'll throw 16 lipsticks and a 16 lip glosses into a bag and forget full chapstick. Like at one point I was putting like the Nivea body cream just on my lips and it was getting real filmy and cakey, but I didn't know what else to do. Because I'd lay in bed at night like, what do I do here? I mean, I'm putting coconut oil. I think that actually dries things out even more. I don't know if y'all are with me on this theory. I've been using coconut oil for a long time, but some days I think it makes me drier. Look, if you're at the beach, if you're in Mexico and they say, oh, put coconut oil on after you tan, no, bitch, your skin's gonna unravel. I think if you drink coconut water, your asshole will also fall out because that's a natural laxative. You and I both know it. Coconuts have a lot of magnesium and potassium. And that's something that we're all apparently critically low on. So this is where we're at, but I am dry, my throat's dry, the air's dry. I had to order a humidifier. You know, I gotta keep hydrated. I'm a performer, I am an artiste, and if I get dry it's it's a it's a really a spiral effect. Skin gets dry, I get itchy, eczema gets inflamed, then I feel uncomfortable. Pants don't fit right, not gonna look great on camera. I gotta lock it up. Hair gets brittle, can barely use a hot tools curling iron on it, because you know what happens? It's going to break off because it's dry. So bear with me while I stay hydrated through this episode. Today was a little bit of a doozy. I'm in my last week in Canada. I head back to uh, the States this weekend and I'm I'm wrapped on my super secret project, which it won't be secret because I think they're going to announce it soon. Guys, I'm new to all this. Truly, I am. I'm used to just doing self-promotion and standing on the corner with like a sandwich board over my shoulders being like, come to my shows. So this is all new to me that you have to like go through a PR person and then, you know, the network's got to sign off on this and yada, yada, yada. And you're like, I can't just say what I'm doing, which then makes me a little nervous. Like they have enough time to write me out of the show. You know what I'm saying? But it is a movie. I can say that it's a movie, which is exciting. That's how I'm able to come in and out. But I've been been here for a month. I've been in Canada. Oh, Canada. I think that is your... um, Anthem. I know you guys don't want it to be anything from Nickelback, but I think maybe a Nickelback song should be the... the Or Avril Lavigne. Fuck a man. Avril Lavigne. Skater Boy. <laughs> yeah. Skater Boy is, as far as I'm concerned, the unofficial official theme song. National anthem, if you will, of Canada. What have I learned about myself since being up here in the mountains? I've learned, God, fanny packs are essential, quite comfortable. I've been wearing them as a normal purse, just over my chest. Makeup is, is also not necessary. And I'm sitting in a real ritzy part of town. And granted, I haven't really been able to go out much, but I, I, even out on the streets, ladies are fairly natural here, but, you know, naturally beautiful. But there's not a lot of contour. You're, you know, you're not seeing a beat face from eight miles away. You're sitting at outside El Pastillo. Wow, I just had a, I had a literal slur when I said that. El Pastillo, El Pastillo outside of Beverly Hills. Yeah. You're going to see a beat coming out of some lady stepping out of a fucking G-Wagon. Can I be honest? I don't get G-Wagons. I don't get them. I don't get the appeal. I feel like they ride very hard. I don't understand if you were to make a chunk of money, why you'd you'd buy yourself a G-Wagon. I feel like there are plenty of other Mercedes you could buy. I I don't get them G-Wagon. I don't. And I love Mercedes. My mom just got one. But the G-Wagon, I haven't figured out. Now, if somebody wanted to get me a cheetah print G-Wagon, I would accept it with open arms. But your regular G-Wagon seems a little bit of an an aggressive car. But you know what? Who am I to judge? To each their own. Gone full Canadian. I have my white Birkenstocks that are kind of made out of foam, if you will. They're water resistant. I bought them in Thailand. Been wearing those with my matching Roots sweatsuit. If you don't know about Roots, Roots is a Canadian-based company that makes just deliciously yummy, warm, loving sweatsuits. I would love for them to respond to me on Instagram. If anybody has a connection with Roots, hey Roots, call me because I went into your store to buy more sweats. Didn't realize how fucking expensive it was. Got a matching set on right now. 275 Canadian. I wanted to come out of Canada showing up like I belong. Also got a lot of Canadian gear because I'm sorry, there are like 8,000 sirens going off. I don't know if y'all can hear it. I'm trying to record this in the most quiet place, but it's my dungeon of an apartment. Okay, so technically this work visa is good for a year. So what I'm thinking is if shit really hits the fan back in the States, I show up, head to toe Canadian gear, show up to the border and I'm like, sorry, just had to do a quick detour down to Oakland. Sorry, Charlie, let me in, please. Just coming right across the border. See, here's my work visa. Distract them with the fact that I look truly Canadian with my fanny pack and my Birkenstocks, stocks on my crunchy hair. I've been doing a lot of air drying too. And under a beanie, like I was never a beanie person. I do have a great head for hats. And that's just my humble brag. I have a misshapen head. You know, when people tie a little bandana around their head, like Rosie the Riveter, I can never get bandanas to stay on my head because my head is very small at the nape. Or no, it's wide at the nape and then very small at the crown. So they never stay on my head. A beanie can stay, but it was never my look. Because again, weird misshapen head. Fedoras, I fucking kill. I crush a fedora. In fact, there's not a fedora that I've ever seen that I haven't crushed. It's a challenge accepted, but I got a beanie because it's, it's actually cold and I, I looked cute in it. You do have to have a soft curl coming out of the bottom of the beanie or it can get a little granola. I'm still like a overnight chia seed pudding. I'm not full granola. You know what I'm saying? I still wear a hoop with the sweats and the beanie, but she's comfortable. But thanks for being here. We got a lot to discuss. I'm going to hit the hotline. I have a very exciting guest who's coming on, hopefully very soon. We recorded an episode last week, but you know, I got to ask, some people have to sign off on it. But we have some exciting guests lined up and I'm thrilled to bring people back on the podcast. But right now it's just you and I. And really the hotline's been so out of control. I got to get to it because y'all are just, you got all sorts of fucking problems, which I respect because I'm right there with you. One of my problems is absolutely not to the fact that I keep getting these weight loss ads on Instagram. Now, listen, I watched the first five minutes of Social Dilemma. It's too fucking scary. I get it. I've known that they've been listening to us for years. The Social Dilemma did not teach me anything else that I didn't know. I don't ever use Siri. I don't have an Alexa or a Google or any of that bullshit. Do I have my microphone on, though, For to use my apps? For sure. But here's the thing. The, the phone is getting so shady. The other night I was laying in bed, I had ordered gelato from Uber Eats. I ordered sushi. You know when you have sushi and it's so salty because of the soy and the miso and a little of that ponzu yuzu moment. Whenever I have sushi, I have to have a sweet treat after. It's really, truly the only food group, I consider it its own food group, that makes me need some sort of dolce de leche afterwards. Sorry, this fucking chair, guys. (laughs) Y'all, I don't even know where to begin with this product, Blender Bombs, because it's my friggin' jam. Okay, I found Blender Bombs a while ago. I'm so friggin' excited that they're a part of the podcast. Let me break it down for you. Okay, so my girl, the founder, Helen Hall, is from the ATL. So obviously, like, we were already connected. Here's the deal. She went to an SEC school and like me was just like wolfing down pasta and butt heavy and like didn't know how to get proper nutrition in her life. So she found this hot ass doctor. OK, and his name happened to be Carl and she went to Carl and she like, Carl, I'm always hungry and I've got Papa John's on speed dial and I'm always craving a cookie cake. Like, how do I get my life right with still keeping a delicious taste in my mouth. He said, listen, here's the deal. You're hungry because you're not eating enough fiber from whole food ingredients, okay? Cookies are not going to keep you full. So then Helen went home and she's like, hold on, girl, this makes sense. I'm trying to have a smoothie in the morning with all these insane ingredients, but it takes me literally two and a half hours. And then the cleanup's a shit show. and And this is too much. And then light bulb went off. What'd she do? She came up with blender bombs. She made a smoothie every day and literally was like, this is it. I just need to make something that is like efficient. So she created a shortcut. She took all the ingredients, the nuts, the seeds, the dates, and rolled them into a ball and called them blender bombs. And by adding these bombs to her daily smoothie and switching to an 80-20 plant forward lifestyle, boom, that's it. She lost that thick neck and kept it off for good. It is so sneaky when you got to get in that fiber and that nutrition, but you don't want to have 18 things on the counter. Blender bombs is where it's at. Hell yes. Robin and I have been straight downing Blender bomb smoothies every morning. And I mean, we don't even breathe in between sips. They actually keep me full until my next meal. And they're so freaking good. Honestly, it's just genius. Just one stop, throw it in the smoothie. You're good to go. Stock up on Blender Bombs at your local Whole Foods or go to blenderbombs.com and order them online using code absolutely for 20% off. Bombs away, bitches. So the other night on Uber Eats, I ordered gelato. I got the cookie dough gelato from this amazing place here in Vancouver. Naturally, did I just want the cookie dough? You bet your ass I did. I got a little pint of it. It was delivered. Lovely guy named Ron dropped it off. And of course I ate the cookie dough out of it. You know, I scooped around. I mean, I love ice cream, but I was pretty heavily focused on just the cookie pieces. Maybe an hour later, I'm just getting weight loss pill after weight loss pill, after this, after that, after this company called like Torched or something. And they basically, it's... It's essentially like a telemedicine app. I mean, I clicked on it because I was like, I got to see what the fuck this is. And they basically put you on weight loss pills, but you talk to a doctor. So somehow that's like normal. And then this morning I get an ad for this thing called Colon Broom. It's like a laxative. I mean, they're not even trying to like subtly, shadily come into my life and say, you need probiotics and to lose 50. They're basically just like, you're a fat bitch. And I'm getting inundated with the weight loss ads. So, yeah, while Facebook and Instagram and all those other things are shady, also Uber Eats is straight up tattletaling on me, dog. Uber Eats is clearly selling my information to the ads on Instagram. They're like, oh, she's getting ice cream. She's going to feel guilty about it in 25 minutes. Let's hit her with this colon blow. No colon blow. <laughs> colon blow is this old ad that they used to do on snl and it was so funny it was for essentially like a laxative but this is called colon colon broom colon broom and hold on i took a photo of the ad riddle me this the ad says my bowel movements are so smooth do your duty and be proud natural way to help get rid of unwanted bloating and then the flavor on this thing just says strawberry taste not strawberry like flavor not strawberry Strawberry taste. Somebody on Instagram responded. She said, oh, I got hit with that ad a while ago. And guess what? I bought that product and I was unwell for a week and a half. Don't buy it. So I woke up feeling a little bit down on myself thinking here. okay, great. These are the kind of ads I get. And I know when I talk about this, you immediately get the fucking crazy like you get six roots ads on your phone, I guarantee after you listen to this episode, because I've been talking about Roots, 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 Roots. I'm just going to say it as much as I can. You're going to then on Instagram, get some Roots ads, even if you're maybe not in Canada. It's fucking insane. They're all listening. They always have been. But I love when people are like, watch The Social Dilemma, and then they have a fucking Alexa in their house. Come on, Claire. It's all connected. How the hell are we all doing? I hope everyone's well. Today was just, it was a stressful day for me. I just had a lot going on, and I'm trying to kind of balance everything with being in Canada and away from home, but I still have business things that I need to get done, and people in the States need me. And I'm just kind of like, hey, I'm I'm kind of isolated right now. Yeah, I can be on Zoom and get shit done, but I can't really make executive decisions for things while I'm not home. And it's interesting. I'm I'm having to like ride this fine line of when you work with people and and the level of like, all right, I'm trying to do things on my own, but I also know I don't need to get taken advantage of. And there are just certain situations where I've had to play a little hardball recently and it's, it's been interesting, kind of testing my patience and it's fine. We're going to be great. There are just moments of things that I've been dealing with recently that I'm like, man, I, this is when I could call my dad and he'd be like, go get him tiger. And I'm getting them for sure. We've got them, but I am a little worn thin right now. I'm worn thin emotionally in that aspect of like, I'm trying to hold it all together and keep us cooking with gas, but my burner's low. And I need somebody to come spark that flame. Wow. The analogies are on fire. Literally, did you see what I just did there? Are there are times where I think I should be a motivational speaker. I'm just very eloquent in the way that I, you know, use my words. And that's on God. Full of humility. Sometimes you got to bring it back up. Uh, but hey, I want to say thank you to Canada and thank you to everyone, but that cunt Jennifer who sent me an email and said I was supposed to call this place Vancouver, British Columbia. Still bitter about it. My bad. Also, uh, a lot of people are giving that show on Netflix, Emily and Paris Shit, because they're like, it's so Americanized. Like She's such an embarrassment. She's wearing berets and eating croissants and refuses to learn uh, French. And I'm like, first of all, in the show, she tried to learn French. It's a fucking hard language. And everyone was mean to her in France. So let's play into a little stereotypes. If you want to come to the United States and wear overalls and eat cheeseburgers all day, and I don't know, not pay your taxes, guess what? I'm going to say, welcome. Anybody talk shit about Emily in Paris, I will come for them directly. It is a joyful show that is bringing me joy. And I need a new show because that season's already wrapped. That's where I'm at emotionally. Michelle got the weight of the world on me. And I'm in Canada listening to Nickelback sing, look at these photographs. Every time I see it, make me laugh. Is that what the lyric is? (laughs) I don't know if that's the lyric look at these photographs. I love to be surrounded by my friends and family in, in the form of photos if I can't be with them all the time. And that's why I found this amazing new service called FrameBridge. FrameBridge makes it easier and more affordable than ever to frame your favorite things. I feel like we live on our phones and we forget. Print that shit out, put it in a frame and put it on the wall. We got time to decorate without ever leaving the house. You can do it all Add a gallery wall to your home office and send the perfect gift. Honestly, frame photos are still the best gift to me. That is my love language. A frame photo of something fabulous. Here's how it works. You just go to framebridge.com, upload your photo, or they'll send you packaging to safely mail in your physical pieces. Preview the items online in dozens of frame styles and gallery wall layouts. Choose your favorite or get free recommendations from their talented designers. The experts at Framebridge will custom frame your item and deliver your finished piece directly to your door. I just sent photos of Rigatoni to friends and family and they were friggin' obsessed with them. It was like the greatest little happy in the mail, if you will. And instead of hundreds, you just pay at a framing store. Their prices start at $39 and all shipping is absolutely free. I'm telling you, you've got to drag the thing in there. It's a whole thing and they got to measure this. You just do it online. You upload the photo, you do it online. Plus, my listeners will get 15% off their first order at framebridge.com when they use my code ABSOLUTELY. Get started today. Frame your photos and send someone the perfect gift. Go to framebridge.com and use promo code ABSOLUTELY to save an additional 15% off your first order. That's right. Go to framebridge.com, promo code ABSOLUTELY. Framebridge.com, promo ABSOLUTELY. Now back to the podcast. Chad Kroger, you know, he married Avril Lavigne. I think they got divorced, but I think for a second, They were like Canada's sweetheart couple. And if I have any of my Canadian fans listening, let me know what your thoughts were on the Chad Kroger lead singer of Nickelback marriage to skater boy icon Avril Lavigne. Avril Lavigne came out, I think when I was in junior high and I remember singing her songs in the mirror after school, just having such an intense spiritual awakening, emotional moment. They back... What she yelling for? <laughs> like that. It was an angsty time. It was a real angsty time. And then I would catch like the tail end of seventh heaven. You know what I mean? You know exactly what I'm talking about. You'd listen to Avril Lavigne. You'd go make some, I don't know, after school, what would you have? I wasn't allowed to have, like Hot Pockets. So I was always jealous of the kids who did have the Hot Pockets. But I'd listen to Avril Lavigne when I got home. Then I'd watch some Clueless. Well, you know, my favorite movie of all time. I'd make like a tuna sandwich on a toasted croissant because I was fancy and French. And I would just cry over this kid. I would cry. I had the biggest crush on this kid. I can't say his name because he probably listens to the podcast. But I mean, I'm giving myself a lot of credit right there. (laughs) He does not listen to the podcast. But he just followed me on Instagram. So I won't say his name. Let's call him like Ben. Had a big crush on this kid named Ben. And I would just sing Avril Lavigne in the mirror. Somebody else when everyone else. Why'd you have to go make things so complicated? Wow, cannot hit those notes anymore. Here's the thing, Avril's very talented. Like if you go back and listen to her album, she was fire, probably is fire. I don't know. I haven't been keeping up. Has she been making new music? One can hope. And honestly, maybe that's what we need to bring us through into 2021 is an Avril moment. I just had a fucking genius marketing idea. You know how the famous guy on TikTok, his name's like E-40. Well, that's the name of a rapper, but he, this is this guy. He's like kind of like a cholo, kind of like cool dude from East LA. And he's been playing the Fleetwood Mac song, uh, Dreams. And he's riding on a skateboard, drinking that Ocean Spray Cranberry. What if Avril, what if he did another one to Skater Boy? And then I, don't, I guess Canada could get, give him citizenship. Because I don't know if y'all saw that, but Ocean Spray Cranberry, juice got him a car they got him a truck filled with ocean spray cranberry juice honestly if he's single he's a, probably a great guy to hook up with he seems like a charming gentleman very creative and he has good you know urinary tract situation and i don't know if you know this but men pee and come out of the same hole so if you were to maybe have a sexual relationship with that man it's he's probably pushing out clean if you're drinking that much cranberry juice even if you did have an std i think your body would flush out the gonorrhea because that cranberry is just so much stronger. I'm really making a lot of connections tonight. I'm proud of myself. The ADD is all over the map, but why'd you have to go make things so complicated? Let's see, Avril. I'm going to look on Instagram real quick. What's my girl doing? Where's she at? Also, big announcement, Shawn Mendes coming out with the Netflix documentary. Buckle up. Keep your pants on, Paula. Pussy's going to be Popping. Oh, here's my boy. Okay. Whoa. What the fuck? Just opened Instagram and we were just talking about our boy, and he's the first thing that popped up on Reels. Fucking weird. Dogface208. That's his name. And he's just like a chill dude. He, fuck me. He's got 2.2 million followers on Instagram. I have been consistently putting out fire content for six and a half years, and I've never bought followers, and I'm only at what? 585. This guy, now I hate him. He skateboards and drinks cranberry juice and it's a wrap. Wow. Okay. Bitter party of one. Thirsty as hell. My skin's dry. My eczema's flared up. I'm dressing like a damn mountain lion. Canadian, I got to go. I love you, but I think I got to get back to the States and figure out some shit but I do need you to let me back in. So if shit really gets hairy, I need you to let me back in. I have that visa. I'm going to frame it. and I'm going to come across the border saying, sorry, oh, sorry. Had to get back to my roots, eh? And I hope that you'll embrace me with open arms because it's been a wonderful time here. Even though I haven't been able to do much, the people are wonderful. The food's fucking fantastic. i 100% sure. I am I'm 100% sure that I have mercury poisoning. I've had enough sashimi to last me for 100 years. The fish is fresh. The pastries are hot. The beer is chilled. I had a Vancouver sour. You know, I love sour beer. Sour beer is my favorite thing in the world. If you've never had sour beer, I want you to imagine like a Jolly Rancher without the sweetness, but with just that tartness in a crisp, refreshing beer. And I don't drink beer that often because, you know, as women, we've we've had it drilled down our brain to not drink beer because it'll make us fat. But really it's, you know, a Guinness has less calories than a Coors Light. And I fucking love Guinness. I'll drink a Guinness any day. It's fantastic. But you know what I mean? I feel like society has said, you know, oh, don't drink beer. It's the carbs or whatever that bullshit is. I have. I've had some beers and it's been fucking refreshing. And I love beer. There really isn't anything I don't like, except I can't drink white Russians. Don't ask me to. First thing I really got drunk off of and I threw up for three days. Don't ever ask me to drink white Russians. I also did a giant bong rip, like a gravity bong rip before that. And I was like 17 and I could handle it. And if you even brought a bong near me, I'd go into full convulsions. How was I ever able to be that high? I don't know. Do you? Probably fucking not. Okay, let's get into the voicemails. I'm bitter that my phone's telling me I'm fat. You know, I've let go of myself here in Canada, just in the sweats with the crunchy hair and the beanie. But uh, we're going to get back to the, the tight pants and Probably the (laughs) self-hate. You know, it's on it's around the corner. And in the meantime, let me know what you think about Chad Kroger and Avril. It's sad. I don't think they're together. I think they broke up. Let's look her up real quick. Before we get into this, I just want to say Avril. 8.2 million followers. Hell yeah. She's great. She looks fantastic. Hasn't changed a bit. Still does a very dark eyeliner, kind of like Britney Spears. Like I feel like we could switch up her makeup look. But she's yeah, she's still doing the same look. Straight hair has an age today. Fucking good for her. You know what? I got a great idea. If Avril goes back on tour, y'all want to go? Let's do like an outing. We'll do, an, we'll do some sort of contest. If Avril goes back on tour next year at some point and we can make it, I'll get tickets for like five of us and let's fucking go. And we'll do a contest with the, with the podcast and we'll go out and go. Hell yeah, Avril. Skater boy. That's what's up. I've always been so extremely jealous of people who are good at giving gifts. It's not my love language. I'm not good at it. I always feel like I'm getting the wrong thing. And I realize it's something honestly to A stay professional and be like just be a good person. I need to start giving more gifts. It's literally sometimes the little things that count. Here's the thing. I found Uncommon Goods and I bought so many things off this website for my friends. It's like basically instead of getting like a shoulder shrug when you open a gift card or, you know, cash your friends, Uncommon Gifts has everything you could imagine from art jewelry kids like kid stuff kitchen home and bar uncommon goods has a unique gift for everyone literally if you thought about it they will have it through Uncoming goods you can support artists and small independent businesses you won't find this level of like unique creativity in any department or big box store you go on there and they just have the coolest stuff like state specific things or you know like I'm a frenchy mama so I like all the Frenchie gifts Honestly, it's awesome. Uncommon Goods doesn't put anything on their site that they they, just anything. You know what I mean? They're like gonna pick the best of the best. They look for products that are high quality, unique, and often handmade or designed in the United States. They'll help you find something meaningful and always out of the ordinary. With every purchase you make at Uncommon Goods, they give one dollar back to a nonprofit partner of your choice. They've donated more than $2 million a date. So let's think about it. You're getting your friend a gift and you're giving back. That's a win-win for everybody. Use literally my code. I'm going to give it to you right now. But for a limited time, get 15% off your first gift. Go to UncommonGoods.com absolutely. Again, go to UncommonGoods.com absolutely. And that's all you got to do. Go there and you get 15% off your order. Check them out. Let me know what you picked out for your friends. I'm telling you, it's the easiest gift giving I've ever done. UncommonGoods.com slash absolutely for 15% off. All right, let's get to the voicemails on the absolutely not line.
1: I don't even have words for an intro. I just want to say absolutely not to this couple that I just saw in Target in front of me in line who had a cart full of doggy Halloween costumes and soda pillows and a walk and all of this stuff and it looked like their debit card was being declined, and one of them was on the phone trying to call the bank, and one of them was trying to do this, and the nice clerk was like, "Okay here let me let me pause this transaction and you can go over to customer service and get it sorted out and he started helping me and turned around and they just walked out the door and he said, there's nothing I can do. They just stole a cart full of things from target and there's nothing they can do. Absolutely not. to that couple, they will have that come back to them. That's what I told him. This is Anna from Southern California. (laughs) No to theft. Oh my goodness. Horrible. Love you. Love and light and no stealing.
0: Anna from California, thank you for calling in with this Amber Alert of theft from Target. Also, is it called an Amber Alert because the first child who they like came up with this idea was named Amber? Because to me, there's I've never met a child named Amber. I've only met like a 35 year old woman with like sort of with dark roots and red hair. Like she's a redhead, but it's a little bit of an ombre redhead. You know what I mean? That's an Amber to me and has a nose piercing, but a little one. Not Avril Levine. I know we're talking about Avril in this episode, but more of a, like a dark, like a little road hard put away wet. But here's the thing. A lot of people are hitting on hard times. I want to give them the benefit of the doubt. But if they just walked out with the stuff, they probably knew that was coming. You know what I mean? This might also be their scam. Again, want to be helpful, want to give people the benefit of the doubt. However, I trust no one. Now, it is interesting that you should say that the man or woman, whomever was helping you at Target, oh God, I'm sorry, this fucking squeaky ass chair, um, said there's nothing they can do. Just so you know, so my mom worked for Banana Republic for like 30 years. They actually did an HR training. Okay, listen to what a small world this is. My mom worked for Banana Republic for like one day a month. She'd work on Mondays. She was exhausted the irony of the whole job was she'd work from 11 to 3 and she was so exhausted on those Mondays. That was the night we 100% always had to go to like a fancy dinner. She's like, I'm not cooking tonight. I, I worked at Banana. I'm exhausted. She loved it. She had the highest grossing sales, of course, and she'd work one day a month at Banana to keep her young. She loved it. But she became a little bit of a liability there for a hot second because if she caught you stealing, Robin would 100% chase you out the store. Then her boss pulled her aside and was like, listen, you can't do anything because I know it becomes a liability on banana. Like you can't citizens arrest someone. And you know, I've been dying to do a citizen's arrest. Literally see something, say something. Oh, I will say something. And not in a Karen way. Okay, I'm not doing one of those. I'm not saying it like, oh, if I see, you know, someone who's different than me outside lurking. I'm saying if I, if I were to see someone stealing, like legit, I'd be like, pull an air horn out of my purse, like, gotcha, Rick. That's what I'm talking about. Not a Karen racially profiling. I'm saying I saw the crime, caught it. But so my mom then eventually had to come to terms with that. She couldn't do anything. Okay. Oh, fuck. Have I, to- I think I told the story. I once, my mom caught a guy stealing watches at Parisians. I think I told this on the podcast. And, you know, she started screaming, put those back. Like, we don't fuck around. I'm one of those people. I think I could probably do bodily harm to someone before I could steal a number two pencil. I just don't really have it in me for theft. There's something about kleptomania and and taking what's not mine that very much so makes me uncomfortable. If I borrow $2 from you for a meter, I, I sweat the rest of the day. And I don't think that means I'm a better person, but theft is one of those things. Like I could probably snap your neck in two, but I couldn't steal. You paid for the meter. I'm going to get you back. I'll buy you a Coke. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, so I get to college and my best friend, Christina, her dad works for the head of HR for Gap Inc., which at the time owned Banana and, uh, and Old Navy, et cetera. You know, I love Old Navy. Still loyal. Fucking love them. Can't wait to get back into an Old Navy where I can touch and smell and feel the sweaters and put on my rock star jeans and feel like a human again. I realized I haven't been in an Old Navy. I think at all this year. And I'm upset about it. But long story short, so we're all at college. It's like parents weekend. And Bill, my friend, Christina's dad, he's like, wait a minute, Robin, what store do you work at for Banana?" So she tells him what story she he works at. And he's like, Oh, I've had like reports about you because of how savage you are. We've had to do trainings for our new employees that have come in saying, Don't pull a Robin. You can't do this. This old lady's gonna get hit over the head one day by a thief. He's like, I gotta warn you, you can't chase people out of the store. And Robin's like, You can't tell me what to do. She's like, Bill, I got you back. I got bananas back. If I see something, I'm saying something. So then they had a talking to her and she had then caught a girl stealing a bunch of shit one day and she just walked up to her at the front of the store, Can't, couldn't touch her, couldn't say anything. She just goes, so would you like a new purse to go with all those sweaters you stole? And then the woman just walked out of the store and Robin was like, I caught her. I caught her with my own eyes. She's going to go home and think about what she did. She'll be back tomorrow. God got her. I'm letting that guilt set in and she's going to come return And I swear. I planted the seed. I was like, mom, I don't know if it works that way, but oh, would you like a handbag to go with those sweaters you just stole? Oh my gosh. Talk about like somebody with a good moral compass and really good ethics is Robin McMahon. She's probably stolen like, like loose cash out of my purse before, but she really is goody two shoes. I play by the rules. I play nice, but then also you know, could have been doing bank heists back in the day. I don't know. My mom's lived 100 lives, so I don't know. But wow, you saw a live and raw, real stealing from Target. And there isn't anything they can do. And I'm sure it's a part of like corporate liability, you know, and if somebody from Target were to try and stop them, they could sue for even though they're in the wrong. Everything's fucked up. I don't know. But absolutely not to stealing. It's not nice. And I know people are hitting on hard times. If you need something, We should, you know, turn to your neighbor and say, can you buy my dog a costume? Because it's the only thing that's keeping me happy these days. I got a chihuahua at home named Leo and he looks me dead in my eyes. And he said, I need this costume. I'd say, I'll get you the costume. Yeah, sure. Your your debit card's not working. Great. What is it? 20 bucks? I got you, sis. That's what's up. And you did the better thing. You called into the hotline and bitched about it instead of assaulting someone in a parking lot. And see, 90% of this is mental health. And this is what we're doing. It's a community of caring and sharing. I'm here for it. Let's get to the next voicemail.
1: Hi, Heather. This is Katie from New York. And I was just slathering on some eye cream and I just had to call because I have an absolutely motherfucking nut. Why am I 36 years old and I have to go buy pimple cream and eye cream? I'm a teacher. I wear a mask all day. So I've got major cystic acne going on. Luckily, I have the mask. So nobody has to see it but me. I'm also a teacher, so I can't afford that good shit like the Botox. So I've got to be responsible. I've got to smear on my eye cream. And I'm just like, dear Lord, can I catch a break? Can I choose pimples or wrinkles, please? Whatever. Let me go slather on some oil a shit on my face or some different jaw like I'm 15 again. Love and night.
0: Katie from New York, absolutely not to the fact that our faces are melting. Couldn't agree with you more, sis. It's some bullshit. I've had full maskne, which if you don't know, that's mask acne. I'm breaking out this year. I don't know what is going on hormonally. I never grew up with acne. Didn't have zits as a kid. Never went through that. It's like adult acne. I'm only 33, but something's fucking happening. I think it might have been because I had to get Canadian birth control. And they didn't have my exact birth control here, but they gave me the Canadian version of my birth control. And ever since I started taking it, I've just lost it. So the hormones might be off. And I think they have cleaner shit up here. I'm not blaming the Canadians. It's probably I was just taking poison back in the United States and y'all gave me that good shit and my body's purging. I don't even know. But I agree with you. Oh, I've got the full fucking chin acne, which is apparently hormonal. I'm getting the zits on the nose now. And then all I do is lay in bed and look at plastic surgery. And I want every woman who listens to my podcast to feel confident and like, bitches, we are all in this together. Love yourself. Self-confidence is sexy. But I also spend three hours looking at plastic surgery before and afters. So I'm not going to bullshit you and say like, I don't think about it. My girlfriend got the thing where you fill the under eye. I think it's a little filler in that way. Because if you're like me and you have chronic sinusitis, I, have, I wake up with two purple eyes my favorite thing in the world is to watch under eye contouring videos. It's my ASMR. I get off to it. It's like not even sensual. It's almost spiritual. It just really comforts and soothes me. And apparently you can do this thing where you put a little filler under your eye and it'll keep your eye just real luscious because, you know, as we age, the skin gets even thinner under our eyes. And so then you can see all the, you know, the blood vessels and the purple and the stress and the, all this. But I hear what you're saying, Kitty. You're like, I've got acne and wrinkles. Riddle me this. Riddle me this. I don't know what to tell you. Absolutely fucking not. And I think a lot of us who maybe necessarily didn't deal with acne before, were all broken out because your cortisol is through the roof. And if you don't know what your cortisol is, it's your body's response when you're in fight or flight. And every day you get up, you're like, what's happening now? We're like wild hyenas out in the Amazon trying not to get got How? Do lions eat hyenas or do hyenas eat lions? I think they both go after each other. But regardless, I mean, every day it's like, what's going to happen? What's around the corner? And on top of that, I'm dry. So what's really fucking me up is I'm using the Zit cream and all the, I have to use like the salicylic acid pads on my face. And then my skin is so fucking dry because it's, we're just in the dry season. Summer was shih tzu season where we all put our hair on top of our heads like shih tzus. Now we're going into the dry ass season. And that's what, let's just call it that. Y'all know what it is? It's DAS, dry-ass season. Everything's about to get flaky, tight. You know when you feel like you put on a little weight? (laughs) I was laying in bed the other night and I could feel like a little stretch mark on my side. I was like, motherfucker. But it's because my skin started to hurt and I looked over and I'm like, fuck, it's stretching and dry. And like, what are you supposed to do? It's a vicious cycle. You got to put the drying gel on to clear the zit But then the rest of your face needs the deep moisture so the wrinkles don't set in. It's bullshit. You know who I blame? Uber Eats. That's who I blame. All right, next voicemail.
2: Hi, Heather. This is Rachel from Maryland. I have a major absolutely not that I wanted to share. I recently went to the gynecologist's office and she made a reference to the fact that I have gained a few pounds over quarantine, and she asks me if I, if she should write me a prescription for a standing desk to give to my boss at work, and I said, okay, you know, I love a standing desk, like, who wouldn't want a standing desk? She writes me the prescription, and she wrote on the prescription, Rachel needs a standing desk to treat her obesity. And let's just be real. I'm not obese here, right? And she said, give this to your boss. In what world would I give that to my boss and say, hi, boss. My doctor says I'm obese. I need you to get me a standing desk. Absolutely not. Why would I ever do that? That would be mortifying and embarrassing.
0: Oh, sister, sister. Okay. First of all, savage. Can I be honest with you? I, anytime I've gone to the gynecologist and I know that, you know, your weight and your hormones and your cervix and all that shit's connected, but to me, the gynecologist is the one doctor who always makes a comment about the extra LBS. I haven't really ever had a great gynecological experience. Actually, I lied. I had to go see a gynecologist when I thought my ovary was flipping over when I was on tour in Arizona, saw a lovely doctor out there at Camelback obstetricians, (laughs) not kidding you. It was literally a thing called Camelback, like OBGYN. She was great. Since then, it's all been garbage. But come on, a prescription for a standing desk? Here's the thing though, it's good that she gave you the prescription because that way you can write it off as an insurance thing. Because if it wasn't, those standing desks, I'm I'm sure are a cool 4K. Also, is a standing desk, unless there's a treadmill attached to it, is it really going to do that much difference than you sitting? Because if you're just standing, but you're in one place. I don't see how it works. What you could do though is get the standing desk and then get roller blades and just kind of go, ee, ur, ee, ur, ee, you know, back and forth and just kind of really burn out the shins. You could definitely do that. I mean, I'm just saying if you did tiny, small movements back and forth all day, some blades, you could end up with like ripped calves if that's a goal. But yeah, I mean, technically don't look at the BMI. The BMI chart, I don't know who the fuck came up with that, but the absolutely not. I'm 5'9", probably 199.9 right now. And it says I'm morbidly obese. But I also have the bone structure of an American, honestly, an American Eagle. You pick up an American Eagle, they're going to be dense. One, because they stand for freedom. And two, because they stand for don't fuck with me. I've said this before on the podcast. I had a doctor in college say, you carry your weight well. Excuse me, Ronnie. But I love that she thinks that you're going to show your boss do you have to show your boss? I don't know what to tell you. Fuck that. You know, that's some bullshit, but also maybe this could be a silver lining to get really ripped shins. <laughs> I'm trying to look at the positive. I mean, absolutely not. Yeah, what are you going to go go into your boss's office, who I'm sure is some like douche lord named say, "Hey, Rich. How are you? How are the kids?" Yeah. Uh-huh. Great. So here's a deal. I need to get a standing desk because I'm obese. No, that, that transaction, that conversation is never going to fucking happen. So let's not even play those games. If anybody is a great gynecologist in Atlanta, please slide my DMs and let me know. I would like, you know, I used to be fine with seeing dudes, but I think I need to see a woman and I need to look her dead in her eyes and go, listen, Dr. Laura, my neck's thick and my pussy's thicker. What's up? Take a look. <laughs> Ooh, I'm silly, y'all. Shh. He was a skater boy. She said, see a later, boy. Yeah. With arms wide open. That's Creed. Is Creed from Canada? Hold on. Let's see where Creed's from. Creed band. I'm literally typing this into my phone. Singer. Where's the main guy from? Scott Stapp. Where are they? Canadian? No, American. Shit. I did see, a. I went to a Creed concert with my friend Mary Beth at Phillips Arena, which is now the State Farm Arena in Atlanta, we did go to a Greek concert. (laughs) On like a random Wednesday night in high school. I don't know why we did. I used to go to a lot of concerts. Miss those days. Now the world's on fire. I'm thinking of you. I love you. Sending prayers your way. That's some bullshit. But hey, maybe get a standing desk and just blade around. Silver lining? Let's hope. Let's get to the next voicemail.
2: Hello, Heather. It's Gabrielle from Montreal, Quebec, Canada. So I have an absolutely not for you. So my absolutely not is that uh, on Thursday night, I got sick. So I went to get a COVID test and then it came back negative. But my employee, my employers, uh, they asked me to go back to um, see a doctor to make sure that everything is still good because I had a lot of symptoms and everything. So I went by, I went to, they got me an appointment to a doctor. The doctor told me that I have to do another fucking COVID test. So that means going back into quarantine. So now now I'm on day um, six of my quarantine journey. So it's not so fun.
0: No need to apologize. I'm so, it's so beautiful that you speak French. You live in Montreal. Montreal. You know, like you thrive. Well, you're not thriving right now because you might be sick and I hope you're feeling better. And I I apologize that you're having to go through that. Thank you for calling. Yes, let's talk about, let's clarify what is going on with the testing. So apparently if you have symptoms, you need to wait like 72 hours to get a test. If you get it too soon, like if you just get the sore throat or if you just get the loss of sense of smell, it may not show up for 72 hours because we had a friend who thought they had it. Turns out science infection, they didn't have it. And everybody was going to go get tested and their family, but then they were like, hey, wait three days and then go get tested because you get tested too soon, like the next day, and you're not showing symptoms yet, it will come up as negative. Literally, even though we're in month, whatever, 10, no one really knows what the fuck is going on. And of course, your employer, back to what I said earlier, employers don't want to take on the liability. Don't blame them. That's an insurance claim right there. But you're kind of like sitting at home, like, what am I supposed to do? I've taken you know, two negative tests, what now? Here's what I will say. What I think we're, a lot of us are forgetting is it is also a normal year in the sense that people are still going to get the cold, the flu. I'm sure the flu is going to come back with just on methadone, you know? We've got the common cold, the flu, sinus infections. Kids are going to, are back to school. They're going to get strep throat. Raise your hand if you were one of those kids who got strep throat every other week. Hands raised. I did, you know, the part of WAP where she says, I want you to touch, like, I want you to s- put your dick in my mouth and hit that dangly dang thing back in the back of my throat. I don't, she didn't say dick, but you know what I'm saying? She basically says like, take your dick and put it in the back of my throat where it hits that dingle dangle in the back of your throat. That mine was always red. And literally every time I go to the pediatrician, cause I was there every week cause my mom had me so late in life. I have no immune system. He was like, she's got strep. She's got strep. She's got a ear infection. Riddled with him as a kid. Haven't had strep as an adult in a long time. Knock on wood. It's fucking brutal. But that's also going around. I mean, wearing masks, whether you're like a, you know, a fanatic but this is infringing on my rights or not. I would just wear a mask because we're going into flu season. You could be standing underneath a willow tree by the water alone completely in a desolate park and somehow the flu would still creep up, you know? We just need to, we just need to guard ourselves because it's, there's all sorts of things swirling out in the ethosphere. I'm sorry you're sick in Montreal. You do sound still so genuinely wonderful and full of light and joy. And I feel like your apartment has a warm croissant and some nice steak frites. Steak frites is what I'm trying to say, which is just steak and fries. Can I tell you an au sauce? Like steak au poivre is my favorite thing in the entire world. Steak with a peppercorn reduction, escargot though, I love. I would love to come to Montreal and meet you and visit you. Of course, obviously when you're feeling better. And I am sorry if you're not feeling great or if you do get the COVIDs, praying for you, speedy recovery. But I think what you're saying is like, absolutely not. You have no idea what's going on. No one knows because it's... 2020. You know who probably does know? Avril Lavigne. We should check in with her. Let's get to one last voicemail.
2: Hey, Heather. Just leaving
1: Starbucks. I don't want to talk about it. I live in a small town and they don't have coffee shops here. Walk in to pick up my mobile order because your girl hates waiting in line. And this man goes to grab a Frappuccino for me. First of all, who the fuck is still ordering a Frappuccino? Second of all, who the fuck is ordering a Frappuccino at 9 a.m.? And third of all, what kind of basic bitch do I look like that I would order a Frappuccino?
0: Absolutely not. Sis, I hear you. Thank you for letting me know that Starbucks was your only option. If you're wondering why I'm salty towards Starbucks, I burnt the shit out of my taint. Go back to the episode that says seared taint. I don't know what the name of the episode is, but if you're a new follower, new listener, I burned my my grundle i burned my entire vagina at starbucks back in april so scroll back a couple episodes and listen to that yeah who the fuck orders a frappuccino so he gave you the wrong order or was handing you the wrong order and you're like who do i look like a bitch who's trying to get type 2 diabetes wow thanks thanks rich see i moved on from rick i now say rich yeah, I don't understand anybody who gets a Frappuccino. I feel like we all know as adults that it's literally terrible for you. It's a cardiac arrest. It's a sugar bomb. At that point, you might as well just go to like a Johnny Rockets and get a milkshake, hit a Shake Shack, get that Oreo, go to DQ, get that Oreo Blizzard. You and I both know that we want it, so just get it. But if you're getting a Frappuccino at 9 a.m., it doesn't even really have caffeine in it, it's just sugar. I get a little wild when people drink Red Bulls. I kind of look at them like, huh? "You drink Red Bull? Come on now." Still, I can't really drink Red Bulls because I would drink the sugar-free ones with vodka and nightclubs in New York, and like, just the smell of it like takes me over the edge. But I think a Red Bull and a Frappuccino are still the same thing. Surely you have your shit enough together to not get the Frappuccino. And if they're get- and people are still getting that heavy whipped cream on the top, you're really living on the edge. And I'm not trying to be a Debbie Downer about. You know, I'm not trying to shame you for your sugary drinks because I love peanut butter cups. No one's going to take you seriously. If you've got the curved cone top with the the whipped cream coming out, it's 9 a.m., 3 p.m. and it's hot in the summer and you want a cool thing. Still, just go to Dairy Queen. Get the fuck out of here. Thank you for calling in. Thank you for that voicemail. As always, you can call into the absolutely not line. And that number is 800-213-7503. Again, it's 800-213-7503. I appreciate each and every one of you calling tonight. I need you in my life. That's just how I feel. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate us, and leave a review. And as always, follow me on Instagram at McMahon. See you guys soon.